Algar Productions. Algar Productions. I'm Amanda, and this is Al. Hello. And we're trying. This time we went to Victoria and visited Miniature World and the Royal BC Museum. Victoria in Canada. Canada. In British Columbia, Canada, North America, Earth. I just want to make sure people have enough context to know what we're talking about. Picture the Earth. Uh Uh-huh. Now picture Canada. Now picture Canada. Now picture an island. Uh Uh-huh. That's where we went. So Victoria is what, the capital of British Columbia? It is, yeah. And um, we took a ferry called the Clipper from Seattle over there, which is my preferred way to get there. Because mm-hmm. we have a friend that lives on the on the mm-hmm. other end of that island. And, and um, this is the... The point of entry for the, for the boats and such. Yeah, the other way you can get there is even more long. Right. It wasn't that long. I mean, it was, you know... It was a bit long, but honestly, it was better than driving and having to put your car on a ferry. And we just got on a boat and waited, and then we were there. And you put your car on a ferry, then you put your car on another ferry, and then you drive your car yeah. to where and you're going. Drive and drive and drive. Yeah. No, it was, you know, I, I hadn't been on a boat for a lengthy trip in quite some time, and I was worried I might get sick or something. Not, not the case. It was a pretty pleasant trip. I love being on boats, and I love ferry rides, so that was that was fun. And it was very crowded, so we got some special treatment. Oh, we did actually. The there was a gal on the Clipper who was like super nice. We didn't get seats together, and she could tell we were sort of bummed because we were sitting on opposite sides of the boat. Yeah, I was on a different level than you on the other end. And it turned out that they completely ran out of seats. Like there wasn't enough seats for the people that had the tickets. Yeah, they like to the overbooked, boat. and yeah. you had a hiccup on the website where it said they weren't available, and you just tried again, and they were. And so, so it might have been your fault. It might have been my fault, but it didn't yep. matter because I profited by it. So yeah. there you go. Because what they did was they said, hey, you guys want special seats? We'll, we'll bring you to the VIP room. And not really. It's like the, the attic of the ship, basically. But, yeah, it's where, I think where the crew heats up their lunch and stuff. And they keep the spare life preservers and, you know, they had the Wi-Fi password there. So, like, we had access to that. I didn't abuse it, but it was there. I could have. <laughs> could have stolen their Wi-Fi. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was very nice of them to do that. Yeah, it was, and then secret room. Secret room. Yeah. We were in there with a with another couple, so we made awkward small talk with uh-huh. them. They seemed fine. Which, in some ways, was more awkward than if we'd just been sitting with yes. you know large amounts of strangers. But regardless, it was it was comfortable, and, and uh, it was thoughtful of yeah. her to remember. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah. these two want to sit together, and now they can. Yeah, so that was cool, but. Uh, yeah, so we, we visited our friend on the other end of the island, and then we had a day where our ferry left late in the day, and so we're like, okay, why don't we just get to Victoria? There's a lot of stuff to see there, yeah. and why don't we see what there is to see? I haven't seen much of Canada, despite the fact that we've been together for years. I've only been up there basically just to see you and come back, so it was nice to do a little, you know, take in some sights. Yeah, and where I lived was just sort of like strip malls and nothing, so yeah, there was Yeah, but you live near whole... Vancouver, which yeah. is one of the major cities in Canada. We just never made it in there very often. Yeah, normally you'd just come out and we'd hang out and we'd hang out with my friends and yeah. sit around in someone's basement and... Yeah, uh... basically that was it. But <laughs> Play we Hungry got to... Like the Wolf. <laughs> because, because one of us, Matt, I know you're listening... <laughs> Kept uh, losing the data for for uh, rock band, so we had to start over with Hunger Like the Wolf. Well, losing or his dog eating one or uh, the other. His, his dog old, ate our homework. Yeah, that that old that old excuse. But now, so this is one of the few times I've actually gotten to look around uh, 
Canada, anywhere in Canada, and and Victoria is done up particularly. The, it's quaint as fuck. Well, it it almost like it was the first time I ever felt like I was in another country. Like, yeah, okay, the signs in Canada are in kilometers, and and all the text is in English and French, but it still just basically looks like here. But no, there's some architecture that looks very England. Well, some of it's uh, buildings from back in like colonial times, which in BC is not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, that's the thing. West coast of America and Canada yeah. is not very old in terms of, you know, anything. But yeah, there's there's some cool old buildings and some cool old like hotels. What was the big the big one was the Parliament Building? Uh, it's like it's like our Capitol Building. Okay. Um, but and, that's where government administration happens on like a on the provincial level. Yeah, and um, we didn't go in there. They do tours and historical. No, but stuff that's there. the thing that made the big impression. It's like there's a big castle looking thing. I think I'll. I think that the thing that made a bigger impression, the thing you've talked about more, was the fact that there was a bunch of trash cans with British. Columbia's like uh, coat of arms, coat of arms, elaborate on it. coat of arms yeah. <laughs> with seven animals and yep. three symbols, and yeah, it was it was something to see. <laughs> it, it certainly was. But, Our royal trash cans. <laughs> but there were there were a few specific things we had decided to see. We only had a few hours, so we couldn't take in absolutely everything. But we decided on what looked the most interesting to us. Which and was, a bunch of stuff was closed because it was. Like oh yeah, a it was like the, it was yeah, it was like the Sunday. It might have been New Year's Day. No, 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 it was the day after New Year's. Yeah. Day. But still, it was you know holiday times. I kind of regret not taking a carriage ride because that looked really <sighs> fun. That's it's just what you think it is. I know. Is just walking slowly and smelling a horse's ass. <laughs> that sounds great. Sure. Horse Twitter would love it. <laughs> Listen, Horse Twitter brought down a Senate candidate. <laughs> Do not fuck with Horse Twitter. I would not. Yeah. No, what what we decided to see was the, the one of the more conventional sites, which was the uh, the museum. Like, it's got some natural history stuff and some regular history stuff. It's a little, like, a teeny tiny little Smithsonian. Nah, it's, I would not compare them. And well, not even in a... Because it comes off poorly, No, yes. not in a condescending way. Just in a, they're they're not the same kind of thing. It was more localized. The Smithsonian applies to all of um, all of America, and this felt more BC specific. It is definitely more BC, BC specific. There's some other yeah. like more general stuff there, and it, it talks about the the history of the the country, sort of in general. And yeah, there's BC a whole giant segment on uh, we call them Native Americans. You guys, uh, First Nations, uh, First Nations, right? But you know the people who were here before the white people. Yep, and, and there's a whole bunch of stuff about that. There's a and actually, I will say, I, I might have been to this museum when I was a little kid, but I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But there's actually some pretty cool exhibits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like a lot of um, a lot of work went into arranging it and making it interesting to look at. And yeah. uh, each sort of room had its own sort of different feel. And it was not like just, I mean, there was certainly walking around and looking at glass cases, but it wasn't just that. Yeah, and reading signs and pushing buttons to make a light happen, and yeah. that was it. No, there was definitely a lot of work that went into it. And yeah, so there was the First Nation stuff, and then there was like what BC looked like back in like early logging mm -hmm. times, and then what it looked like as you got more, you know, more like society. And, and they had like a like a, a town, like a mock town, yeah. where you could go into the fake hotel, and, mm -hmm. and like they had like a, it made it look kind of like a colonial street, and yeah. It was neat. It very much was. 
Uh, there was a lot of dead animals, like yeah. so much taxidermy Lo- animals. I could not tell which ones were genuinely taxidermy and which ones were just models. I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, it seems like there's a bunch of taxidermy. I can't. I yeah. have no idea. Because they don't smell like gross, rotten animals and they're not decaying. Mm-hmm. So uh, who knows? Could be could be models, could be real, could be alive. I don't know. I don't know animals. And then there was a steampunk room. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Almost yeah. certainly a steampunk room. That's from the steampunk times. Yeah. In, in British Columbia. It was too dark to get good pictures in the steampunk room. The thing is, like, it's uh, Canadian history specifically, like, there, there's so much you could just tell me this is like this and I would just have to take your damn word for it. Well, we had know. steampunk times, didn't you? I mean, no. You oh. guys had a Victorian era okay. because you were ruled by Queen Victoria. We had already broken away from England at that point. That's that's why. And everything's called Regina. Yeah, everything's named after the queen in some way or another. There was a statue of the queen outside yep. that, okay, you guys probably know what Queen Victoria looks like. Picture Queen Victoria. Yeah. It's like grab her by the head and pull up until she stretches about three feet and gets thinner. That's what the statue looked like. Like she's a, she's a short, fat woman. That's what she's very famously looks like. And this statue was a tall, thin woman. It was, Artist's representation. Yeah, I... Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh. there, there was some fun stuff in the museum. Yeah, there were there were animals. There were a lot of weird... Like, I, I'm looking through some of the preliminary mm-hmm. pictures you took, and there's, like, some fish monsters with giant bulgy eyes in, oh, like, the natural history yeah. part where they talked about, like, prehistory and stuff like that. And they had a whole section about uh, climate change and how it was real, so that made me feel smug. Yeah. That was uh, that was good. Yeah, uh, they had a big old woolly mammoth, and that actually there was two children that made an impression on me because uh, when we were in there, and this was the positive impression where <laughs> like it's a good thing, like what you'd want to see, mm-hmm. uh, where this little girl was pulling her mom back into the woolly mammoth room, like the mom was like, "Let's go see." Yeah, this girl thing. could barely speak, but yeah. it was very clear. Yeah, just. No, uh, stay here. Stay here. Want yeah. this? Like yeah. it was. <laughs> and this was almost at the beginning. Yeah, and she just wanted to see the woolly mouth. Screw the rest of it. This is this is what I want to see. Like man. just awe inspired. Just like she yeah. couldn't believe this. Well, size it was an of actual size, so it was bigger than an elephant. Yeah, it was huge. It's huge. Yeah, with it's giant cool. curling tusks, and it was very impressive looking. And then we were in um, one of the First Nations exhibits, and they had. Um, some some artwork out and there was this other kid and he just kept touching it and like hitting it and stuff and his mother just sounded so different like oscar just oscar don't oscar see now that's that's where oscar don't don't oscar that's where i felt smug because uh it's not just horrible american children (laughs) canadian children also horrible good oh oscar you're everything that's wrong with the world (laughs) (laughs) and you're not from here most things that are wrong with the world are from here uh, there was also a big old boat or a ship or a sloop. I don't know what yeah, you Yeah, it was them. named Discovery, just like in Star Trek. Yeah. So you were excited about that. Yeah, I, Disco. You asked if I could, if I wanted a picture next to it. And unfortunately to me, it didn't really look like a boat. It just looked like standing outside a building that said Discovery. So I, I didn't. Ah, uh, oh, it was so bother. cool. And then the inside of that looked like the inside of a ship. Yeah, like a 17th, cool. 18th century like sailing ship. British sailing yeah. ship, which was cool. And apparently that's one of the ships that made it to Victoria in the first place yeah. was the HMS Discovery. So, And then they had like a bunch of like s- sailor coats and yeah. various artifacts. Yeah, no, all, all around, I would say, um, 
I would say there was a lot of really interesting stuff there. Also, we happened to get there on a day where it was there. They weren't selling tickets. It was just donate to come in, mm-hmm. which was nice. So to me, it's free to you. You stressed out. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, how much should I donate? Where are the signs that tell me how much I should? I don't want to be wrong. Please, lady, and tell the, me. The lady behind the counter had no sense of humor at yeah. all. You're like, okay, but what is the suggested donation? Yeah. Wink, wink. And she's like, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to pay. No, yeah. just tell and me you were what's trying to, Just tell me what's right. You were trying to make a joke out yeah. of it, and she just was not having any of it. <laughs> I which just, made it funny to me. I just want to. I just want. I think what you're doing here is valuable. Please. Yeah. Please tell me how much it is worth. Yeah, but but overall, I think uh, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, I had fun. It was, it was probably the best museum I've seen since I've moved away from the Smithsonian. Yeah, this is um. Uh, I was surprised because, you know, Canadian national shame, most of the museums and stuff I see in Canada, they're a little pokey and they're not super interactive. You're always telling me how boring Canadian history is and that's simply not true. so boring. It's simply not true. It's not as exciting as ours because we, you know, we had wars for our freedom and then we had a civil war. Like, there's a lot of conflict, which makes for interesting stories. But, you know, there's still some cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, they they did a really nice job. Yeah. They they. They absolutely did. Yeah. So what what would you rate that? I enjoyed myself. I would say that I probably had like a seven. Yeah. I had a seven. Seven is about right. Yeah. I, the museum can probably only get to an eight in my book. Yeah, it'd have to be a real The cool most fun museum. museum in the world is not going to, for me, even get like more than an eight. So, you know. The Smithsonian was probably an eight. That was really cool. The, the Smithsonian covers a lot of different museums yeah. is the thing. Parts of it do. Parts of it, like, I've been to the Air and Space Museum so many times that it's mm. like a four now, but it is awesome. It's well, amazing, but I'm so We've got an Air and so Space Museum that, here that we just haven't yeah. gone to because you're like, oh, the very Well, Boeing, Boeing has a museum. Yeah. And actually, they have a space shuttle in it, which is pretty great. But, but we keep you know. talking about going there and you're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the Air and Space because that, every time anyone came to town- They'd want to go see the Air and Space Museum. So I've probably been there a dozen times. And I haven't been there in a decade, but I've still seen it. I have to say the Sci-Fi Museum here is starting to feel like that because that's something that everyone wants to do because you think it's going to be neat and it's not. Yeah, but it's also disappointing. Yeah, it's pokey. Yeah. Tiny little room. But yeah, I'd I'd give the the BC Museum a seven. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed myself. Then the other thing we went to was slightly less conventional than your, your standard day at the museum. This we went to sort of for like... We thought it would be kind of camp and Yeah, goofy fun. something. Yeah. And we, we've said when we set out to do this show, we don't want to just go to things we know would be terrible and laugh at them ironically. That's mean. Yeah, I, I want to like things. And it I, turns out we did. Yeah, and actually. I, I really, genuinely, no kidding, I just want to like things and it's not necessarily the thing that I'm best at. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to stand in the back and go, this sucks, whatever. Yeah, but that was one of our mission statements yeah. when we started. This is get us out to do more things and also find more things that we enjoy. So this was a miniature museum. Yeah. And it was actually kind of neat. It was. I, I enjoyed it. In, in, very big, very comprehensive. Yeah. Covered a lot of lot of things. And um, cool. Like, a lot we, of tiny things. We were there longer, too, than I anticipated like i thought we'd sort of blow through it but we were there for like almost two hours yeah when they sell you the ticket they say most people take about this long and we're like well that won't be us yeah we're, and we're we just... probably took a little longer than they said because there's so, it was know. there was a lot to see and it's all like okay so describe the gist of it so there are a bunch of different rooms and there's a bunch of glass cases and in the glass cases there's a bunch of sort of scenes of like some of them are historical, some of them are fictional, some of them are literature, some of them are the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so we had like you go in there and there's like a Civil War one and a World War One one and a World War Two one. It was mostly Canadian history. There was a smattering of of English and American history, but mostly it was Canadian. There stuff. was a lot of Canadian history. There was like um you went through um sort of a U shaped room that as you went further along you went further from. Uh, the beginning of Canadian history mm-hmm. to to present day, mm-hmm. and the was, end of Canadian yeah history. the end of Canadian history, uh-huh. um, which uh, they they just, there's someone at the end continually building on yep every every day they add a little more, <laughs> um and it was neat there's um like a day and night oh thing. yeah it's a big old panorama yeah. and and it's like. It's it's supposed to be like the West. Maybe it actually is BC or yeah. something. And uh, there's a working train in it. And yeah, the, the, it actually is programmed to for the sun to go down and then lights to come on in the buildings. And then the sun comes up again. It's very, very cool. And there's like talky, um, like there's talky bits. The talky bits were kind of tinny coming from speakers. Like I don't think they had like a, like most museums now you, you put something on your phone or they, they hand you something and you can sort of listen to it. But this was like on a PA. So People weren't even being loud and disruptive or anything. It was just hard to hear because they'd overlap. I I had a problem with the – this museum tried really hard to be interactive, mm-hmm. and I think it pretty much failed across the board. It was real bad. There were a lot of buttons to push, and sometimes they would make a tiny, tiny light light up, and sometimes nothing would happen. And those are basically your options. Yeah, and, tiny light or nothing. And every once in a while, it would be like, well, this turns on the water wheel in this – like, there's a giant it's panorama. It's a whole town. And the one thing that happens, and you, you like finding the thing that happens. Sometimes yeah, that like, was the game. We're like, what? Yeah, what where's the, the hell are we supposed to be seeing happen here? Yeah, because the the uh, the dioramas and all that were actually pretty cool. They actually were, yeah. and and both of us were like, oh, this is dorky. We're not into this, but we kind of. I kind of got into it, and there was little. It felt like little Easter eggs in most of them. Oh and yeah, some of them were like smutty. I was looking into one, and there was like a lady in the bath and I'm like tee hee hee there's like a naked lady in this one and then um one of the employees came by and she was like oh yeah you found the naked lady look a little bit over here yeah did you find the other six there's, things yeah because <laughs> it feels like all of the people who work there know where all the smut stuff is and there's there's stuff hidden and it's not like a kid's gonna be up there with a magnifying glass figuring it out so you know it's a nice little treat and there was some other stuff like people they had like some people during a battle sequence falling off a bridge, and so they had someone like suspended in the air, like they were falling, and some yeah. people splashing in the water, and just like just nice touches. Like there was a reason to continue looking at the thing. Yeah, no, the the level of detail was incredible, yeah. and uh, different ones had different, you know. Well, uh, something that I thought was a little weird, like this was kind of um, a, a more negative thing, is that the historical stuff from England and all the fairy tale literature stuff were all in the same room. Well, and also a bunch of Charles Dickens stories. Yeah, so... <sighs> well, I would say that that goes to an, a bigger problem, I thought, which is there was no logical flow to anything. No. The first per- the first thing you see, you walk in and it's dark and it's space stuff. And the space stuff was kind of cool. It, well, yeah. just about everything on in and of itself was cool. Uh, but I'm talking as it's presented mm-hmm. as a whole. And then you walk out of space into the American Civil War, and then yeah. you walk from that to some Canadian stuff, and then it's World War II, and then it's literature and fairy tales, but then it's history again, and it's just kind of a mess. And England being right next to the fairy tale stuff, and in the same room, and like right next to yeah. each other without any sort of demarcation, made it feel like, is England made up? I mean, I've never been there. Could is be. Is it imaginary? Could, or is this, could very well are be. there fairies in England? England? That could also be a thing. I mean, don't they leave milk out for them or whatever? I guess so. But I don't know. It, 
it feels kind of like the layout was basically like where could anything physically fit. I bet there was some, okay, let's put the most, like the one mm-hmm. people are going to like, most people are going to like the most up front. Because space is going to appeal to more people than some of the boring Boring to other people, I actually find it interesting. I, I kind of thought the historical stuff was the best Yeah, but stuff. that's because that's what you're into. Yeah. And so am I. But, you know, for, for broad public, especially winning a kid over. Yeah. Here's some spaceships and stuff. And actually, when talking about kids again, I was walking through and I'm like, no fucking kid wants to see this. Like, this is kind of fun for us, like, for us yeah. and for other nerds and, like, for old people yeah. like us. But then there was this group of, like, 12-year-olds, and they were so into it. Yeah, they really were. And not, like, ironically, they were just like, let's go and see the next thing, and I I think there's, like, Lancelot stuff up here, and look at those little guys, and look, they do this and that and the other, and they were nerds. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah, I was, I was pretty happy to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there were, there were a couple of, I think going back to the mm-hmm. interactive part, yeah. there was something that was hugely disappointing, mm-hmm. which is they had this whole thing set up for like a sawmill, which was super yes. cool. And it was basically a working model of a sawmill with working blades and everything. And you're supposed to be able to push mm-hmm. a button and it feeds wood through and it saws it up and everything. And there's a big old sign that says, due to safety reasons, you can't use this. So here's a video of how it would work if you could see it. But you can't. And the video was like an old, oh, yeah. like, 70s video. Yeah, where it was. You, you could, uh, the, if you're going to do that, take a new video yeah. with modern technology. Well, maybe they can't with, even run the thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, but. Well, get it working for your video because yeah. yeah, this was like a like a '60s or '70s like oh, no, was, grainy like yeah. I wanted to see what the thing would do, and I could sort of barely make out what was happening. Yeah. Also, the dude stood there and talked for so long that it's just I want to see the blades. We want to see the things cutting the things. Yeah, and I, I still think it's a little disappointing that they set it all up and you're not allowed to use it. It's behind glass. And it's, you know, there's probably ways to make it safe. I mean, it was made back in the days when everything was dangerous. And I don't want to burn the building down or anything, but at least get a good video. Yeah. It, it was just, it was a little, because the thing is, they set us up with something super cool. Someone put a lot of work into something yeah. really cool that I could just push a button and see, and then I'm not allowed to see it. So uh, This feels like the the problem we have with some of these museums we've been to, where this museum had a lot. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of cool stuff to see, yeah. but they showed us... A little. Yeah. Well, like, it was the kind of the opposite of when we went to the Renton Museum. Yeah. Where there was almost nothing there, but it was displayed in incredibly, like, you know, uh, detailed, loving, like, mm-hmm. way. And this was kind of the opposite. It was kind of a hodgepodge. And I wouldn't say it was badly designed, and I wouldn't say, like, like it was well put together. Mm-hmm. Just the logic of it didn't really make sense to me. But the, um, like, the actual things to look at were super cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that kind of threw me, which is just part of the experience, is not really a, a complaint exactly, but um, was the different scale of things. And they mm-hmm. actually explained some of this, like that some things are one to 35, some things are one to 50. But going from one to the other, it kind of throws you. You're looking at a guy who's like the size of your thumb and suddenly you're looking at a guy the size of your arm and it's like, ah. And then you go into dollhouse land yeah. where everything's all higgledy-piggledy and nothing's the right size. Yeah. Not and the right size with each other, I mean. Yeah, proportionate. Uh, yeah, so it was a little little odd. But, and fairy you know. tale land, again, you'd have like guys who are significantly bigger than other guys and it's like, 
Come on, man. Some Make of it the was. Same. Some of it was actually done really well. Like, I'm looking right now at a picture you took of the Gulliver's Travels. The Gulliver's Travels one was really cool. Where they had a guy who was probably half the size of a, per- a real person. Yeah. And then actual miniatures crawling around on him. Which I and there was, was a bunch of cool, like, stuff in that one as well. Like, like yeah. little jokes and stuff in the... Yeah. Uh, like they remembered more than Lilliput. There were actually references to yeah. the three other stories in that book that everyone always forgets. And so. yeah, there's a lot of time and thought and yeah, so much yeah. of these, and I, actually kind of a sense of humor too. Which oh yeah, you you don't necessarily expect from like model train guys. Well, one of them had um, like you get on a skyscraper, the mm-hmm. big the rig mm-hmm. for people washing windows right up against the glass of the display, like the tiny guys are washing the windows. You know, inside the thing, which I thought was cute. That was cute. And there was a lot of stuff like that. There was there was a lot of really fun stuff. And some of them were just hugely elaborate, like a whole town, mm-hmm. literally an entire like 10 block square town filled with people and cars and animals. And, and the circus was coming through. So oh, you had the God, town yeah. mm-hmm. and then on the main thoroughfare, you had like the elephants. And yeah, the, the parade. Yeah. But then the actual circus was happening on the outskirts. Yeah. It was enormous and, you know, very well put together. And again, all day and night stuff. So it like cycled through yeah. the twinkly lights coming on. And and then there was a whole medieval bit where you had like King Arthur stuff. And then like, and a lot of that looked like obviously King Arthur's a myth, but some of it's based in reality and some of it is historically like a lot of it looked fairly accurate to what a medieval village looked like. It was just. Well, it's just England. <clears throat> just, you know, England because England's in a fantasy land. Oh, I guess if that's I'm, true. Yeah. So I'm it's probably be, still is, the 1300s in England now. Probably. So, yeah. But that was very cool, and they had like a big jousting tournament. Although the jousting was another interactive thing, where you had two horses on yep. rails that rode toward each other and then turned around and did it again. Yeah, and that would have been better if they had just done it without it being interactive and just had the the two yeah. horses clashing yeah. and being like not moving at all. Yeah, but whatever. Because yeah, the non-moving stuff tended to be more exciting i mean yeah, these are all miniatures that, so like exciting is a strong word but. yeah it's and the thing is neither of us is hugely into this kind of thing mm-hmm. it was we were both very surprised that we were into any of this because I, like i know. said we spent way more time there and i actually had to stop myself from going into a camera fugue state because all i wanted to do was just like take pictures of these super interesting guys. stuff yeah and uh overall yeah i quite quite enjoyed it. No, it was fun. I would also give that a seven. Yeah, I would say a seven. I think I probably enjoyed the BC Museum more. I think I enjoyed the miniature <laughs> one more, honestly, <laughs> which I would not have expected. Like the- and I like me some history. Like, yep. I like I like all that stuff. But uh, I don't know. This was just the level of craft and the level of, like, detail, like, was interesting to me. And It was know. very charming. It was all very charming. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It absolutely was. This has been a co-production of Ron Algar Watt and Amanda Smith for Algar Productions and Giant Black Albatross. Copyright 2018. For show notes, photos, RSS feed, and more details about us, visit we're trying.com. Oh, I don't write a whole lot of letters. I figured I'd better say something.